Hi, this is Lindy Kaiser. Welcome to this episode of the Security Clearance Podcast. Today, we're joined by two leaders with 1901 Group, an IT service company providing a variety of technical services to federal government customers. They're discussing a partnership with Radford University's Artist College of Science and Technology. 1901 Group is participating in an industry consortium, bringing in students for real-world tech learning experiences and even the chance to begin the lengthy and stressful security clearance process. The program helps put these students on the path toward a career serving the federal government and government contractors. It's a program that benefits not just 1901 Group, but helps remedy the tech talent shortage plaguing everyone in government today. So with that introduction, I'll turn it over to 1901 Group to introduce themselves and tell us a bit more about this unique program. This is Brendan Walsh. I'm a senior vice president at 1901 Group. I spend my time with our strategic partners companies, firms like AWS and NetApp, and really work on the front end trying to drive new business and uh, growth. This is Dana Pittman. I also am a senior vice president with 1901 Group. My focus is everything to do with people from the point at which we are attracting and trying to hire folks throughout their employee experience at 1901 Group, and hopefully whether or not they become alumni and continue to be referrals and partners with us in the industry. Why do you consider working with students and student outreach important for a company like 1901 Group? Um, I think it's it's a great question, great topic. Working with students and their colleges, universities, is really an essential part of the 1901 Group of Vision. Our CEO, Sonu Singh, even from the beginning back in 2009, really sort of had three tenants or pillars of our go-to-market and our development. One was, you know, focusing on customer satisfaction. The second tenant really is investing in employee development. And then the third was strengthening our community. Uh, All three complement each other. And as we're talking about the second one, the investing in employee development, I think the key with 1901, the key with information technology is that we believe, and we've believed it for a long time that we've got to grow the talent. You can't just go out and find the talent. You can't take the talent efficiently enough from competitors. The positioning of growing the talent, identifying early in the process, entry level uh, students, being able to create curriculum, being able to have on-the-job training, internships, different tactics like that really have given us the opportunity to get to know younger or earlier in their profession students and and potential employees. That has always been one of the focus areas of 1901 Group, working with that education and that grooming, that coaching, and that growing. Maybe speak a little bit specifically to the partnership that you're doing with Radford University. How does that help accomplish that vision for 1901 Group? Radford University helped us in a variety of ways, and I would say that One of the first benefits that we recognized with Radford was they really helped springboard 1901's internship program. In 2017, we started working with them and supporting their IT professionalism classes. Their leaders and professors would bring in their students for field trips, as it were, where we would have presentations about 1901 group, the things that we do, the types of careers that we have at 1901 that would also be presented to and by some of our alumni who attended Radford. That springboarded into the consortium partnership that allowed for a true course definition 
and project assignment for web programming and software classes. During June and August of last year, we were able to pair up a number of students. We had eight participate last year with one of our leaders in software development, where he worked with them on ServiceNow development data and coursework as it related to their current project as well as the projects and the opportunities that we were pursuing with the 1901 group. They developed and looked at problems, solutions, and offered those opportunities within our organization. They presented to a panel of 1901 group employees, and as a result, we've committed to help them with resume writing, mock interviews, and we'll be interviewing all eight of those students within the next couple weeks for opportunities within our organization, as well as if there isn't something that attracts them to us uh, working with our partners within the New River Valley and Northern Virginia to see if there's something that our leaders and our network can help really, then I'll go back to springboard them into their careers. In the upcoming session, we're hoping to increase the number of participants with Radford and go to 12 students with more groups so that there will either be four groups of three students or six of two. Again, working specifically with ServiceNow so we can get them some on-the-job training with software applications and industry required projects that we're looking for as well as some of our other partnerships. What kind of students are you working with? The students right now do reside within the computer science major. We saw a couple that were looking at some minors in professional and technical writing, so they're a computer science major and trying to improve their ability to translate requirements into documentation and supporting companies like ours in proposal efforts. We saw some business management as well as cybersecurity in addition to the, the core computer science and, and IT. And how did the partnership specifically with Radford come about? One of our partners in our Blacksburg office, Brian Lubin, who's been with 1901 for since almost the beginning, has very close ties within the New River Valley as well as with some of the leaders and the professors at Radford. There, during a discussion, they introduced the professionalism classes that some of the other industry partners that they were working with were coming in and whether they were presenting to the students in class or they were conducting these field trips, offered us the opportunity to join the consortium and really kick off and just enhance the program that they had. The coursework material came as a result of one small conversation that said, well, it really would help if we could provide you with some identification of how to really get these kids straight from the courses and the majors that they were working in and see how it could directly apply to companies within the region. The students were able to then respond to a conversation with Brian and Jeff Pitkus of Radford University and see how they could offer their solutions and bringing those opportunities to 1901 group. So those eight students that you worked with last year, are those eight students all slotted then for eventual full-time positions with 1901 group? At this point, they're not slotted for specific opportunities within the organization, although we committed to the interviewing, resume writing, and opportunity seeking with our recruiting team so that we can better prepare them, again, if it's not for a position within 1901 group, better prepare them for other opportunities within the region. Um, we have a number of opportunities that are currently available and are always looking to enhance the program to include enhancing early career opportunities as well as mid-career. So the training that we've 
been able to provide them, hopefully we'll be able to give them something here or something long-term, whether it be in Blacksburg, New River Valley, and or Northern Virginia. So just how important are internships or college outreach to the overall recruiting talent management strategy that you have at 1901 Group? In a word, it's critical. It truly is our baseline. You know, we're looking for the opportunity to grow talent within the organization, recognizing that talent as it comes to a company can begin a lot earlier than after you've graduated from college. Some of our internships started at a freshman and sophomore level and grew within the organization. So what we see is our true pipeline for the future. It's going to allow us to identify opportunities for them and hopefully opportunities for ourselves to further our commitment with customers that we're supporting providing them with on-the-job trained and hopefully cleared resources that will hit the ground running, that will reduce the time that it takes in order to bring somebody fully up to speed within the organization because they've spent that time with us, whether it be for six months during an internship or potentially two years during an internship. We can give them broader access to a variety of different opportunities within the organization. So they may start looking at service desk improvements or writing, and they may end up in our cybersecurity team. So it really is just broadening their opportunities and increasing what we can bring to industry and other customer partners. I think also the importance of meeting and identifying students and talent early before they're full-time or or seeking full-time employment also can help us address some of the backlog on the initial national security investigation process. You're aware of the backlog. I think it's over 500,000 clearances are in process today. So being able to bring in folks earlier, put them into a work environment, initiate those clearances in the, the clearance process, give us time, give the student time, and obviously give the investigators time Uh, really helps us in the long run. I think really is a win-win-win for everybody helping the industry uh, on a a larger scale. That is great that you're able to start that security clearance process and get them that additional credential really that makes them viable, you know, as as a tech employee within the federal government as well. One of the advantages in our our cloud factory model is that we can bring in on sort of project or short-term basis talent into, whether it's through an internship or a part-time or a less than full-time basis, folks earlier in their careers can be hands-on. They can be working and writing code. They can be helping on projects even prior to interim security clearances. So the outreach, the working with the universities and colleges, as Dana said, it's just, it really is the pipeline of the future. Can you maybe speak to also how the college outreach that you're doing, obviously beneficial for your company, but it's not exclusive to that. How does it help the broader IT industry? I think it really is back to that win-win-win for the, the student, for for the government, for the customers, for for industry. The education, the outreach is sort of a two-way street. Not only do the students get to learn about 1901 Group or about other other firms, other organizations, but the organizations in 1901 Group get to learn about the students. Talent is talent, and talent has always had options when it comes to career paths, whether it's medical or, or financial markets or information technology. So being able to really promote career paths and information technology really benefits us 
selfishly, but it also benefits the industry as a whole and, of course, the government customers who are consuming this next group of talent. Lindy, I think the other thing is, you know, we're making them more marketable for other companies and industry who utilize internship programs, who have co-ops. It's shortening any type of time to train. There are skills gaps that may always refer directly to the tools that are being used, but the students have a broader based background and their deeper knowledge so they know, hopefully, the things that are expected of them how to operate in a professional environment. They aren't walking in and saying, oh goodness, here's my first day, what is it gonna mean? Because they've seen it, they've lived a bit of it, and now they become early career mentors for hopefully the next wave of young professionals coming into industry trying to really get their feet underneath them as they start their own careers. What are some of the the biggest skills gaps maybe that you see between a college student and what you're really looking for in an in, in entry-level professional? And maybe how is this relationship helping to bridge some of those gaps? It's two-pronged in that sense that for some of the gaps, we do see that there are specific tools that students haven't been exposed to within their coursework. So. From the Radford Partnership, we're taking ServiceNow into the classroom for web development and software programming so they can see a true-to-life application of and use of ServiceNow. But I believe that there will always be some amount of gap. It could be a 30-day gap depending on how quickly the learner will pick it up. It could be a little bit longer. But the identification of and the ability to transition a broad-based knowledge of my interest and my desire to learn is going to be huge. The other side is I think we all see some soft skills that have been gaps in the past where those have been closed up with some of the things like the IT professionalism course, the writing and resume speaking, technique workshops, as well as mock interviews. I think we're seeing a lot of students that have better presentation skills today than folks who have been in industry for 10 or 15 years because some of the soft skills weren't as focused on at that point. They were looking more towards this is what you're going to do and this is how you should do it. So we were not as focused there. So I think we've really shortened or softened the gap there. But the tool skills are always going to be something that we we may struggle with. But this program is really interesting. I think it's it's really forward thinking of 1901 Group to be doing this because what we really see is that you know this demand for tech talent being so incredibly high, the competition for entry level talent, but also a pretty big frustration point at that entry level talent pool who are saying like, hey, we're out here, we want, we want to take these opportunities, but again, they might not have the clearance or they might not have the DOD or government industry skills-based experience with some of the specific tools that they need. So this gives them kind of that grounding and initiation and then helps them kind of get their foot in the door, set themselves on a path to having a career. And to kind of look back maybe on one of my earlier questions, so the program is is fairly new, am I correct? We stepped into the program in about 2017, yes, so I would say we are still new. And have you actually onboarded or hired anyone who's been through the program yet at 1901 Group, or are those students still still at Radford? The students who have been participating in the programming classes are still in Radford, 
Although we have hired and continue to hire Radford students within 1901 Group, actually we converted three Radford hires in the last couple months based on the success of the internship program last year. So as they transitioned out of school in May and the end of summer last year, they became full-time employees with us. Have you gotten any feedback from those students about what they experienced with the program and or doing internships and, and how that was helping them make their decision? From them, they indicated, at least for the, the first couple that we had, the internship was critical because it not only gave them an idea of the type of company that 1901 was and the type of opportunities that we offered, but also that it made the transition that much easier. They had fewer questions. They didn't feel as though they were going from the end of one part of their life to another. It really was just a seamless transition as if they were on a bike and they never had to get off. With the students that we have today and as we get through the interview process in a couple of weeks, we'll be looking towards opening up those evaluation processes so that we can hopefully improve on any of the gaps that we as an organization had walking into this ServiceNow partnership with the, the coursework and see how we can expand it in the, in the coming years. How is the consortium different than your typical internship program? The consortium with Radford had a number of different pieces to it, and what it's really offered to 1901 is similar in, in most internship programs, you have the exposure to students within the organization who are looking for internships in a variety of different backgrounds and technologies. What it opened up to us as well as allowed some of our teams to do in different areas were we've been involved most recently in the winning and computing. There is a computer science class group that was started by a number of young professional women who were trying to increase the number of both their fellow students and their attention and recognition for women in STEM opportunities. We have also expanded our mock interview participation for senior level classes. So we walk in and not to be mean to the students, but you know, they have asked, please tear apart my resume, tell me how to write it better. Tell me the things I should and shouldn't ask in an interview. What should I be looking for? And the course definition, and again, the professionalism class, we've got a broader access to more students within Radford right now that in typical outreach efforts, we might have some mock interview resume writing and career fair opportunities. But this opportunity to help drive ServiceNow today and perhaps other tools into the coursework, it is going to shorten the opportunity for an individual possibly looking for a job to when they are successfully receiving multiple offers because of the, the skills and the tools that they've been able to gain during those conversations and during that work, really. Why do these kind of partnerships really make a difference to 1901 Group and then? I think there's an important aspect to the outreach, um, back to that, to your question of, and, and this is a luxury 1901 Group and the IT industry has is our internships and the placement of internships, there's a lot of flexibility. So we've been able to satisfy different interns' requirements for locational uh, work in Washington, D.C., Northern Virginia at our offices in, in Reston, obviously our operations center in Blacksburg, Virginia. And as we have on-site work, uh, whether it's Pasadena, California, or Kansas City, Missouri, there are always different options to give interns the flexibility for location, for experience type, 
whether it's customer premise or our location. I think that really does allow and attract more talent to the IT industry as a whole. And I've had interns make comments to me that the ability to do one summer internship in Blacksburg and a second summer internship, a later internship in Washington, D.C., really gave them a, a broader perspective which again helps them and I think it helps everybody. What you're doing is impressive and as someone who works in kind of the recruiting and talent management space, I think it's much the cost per hire that we see among these employers. You're definitely getting the return on your investment if you're able to kind of make these partnerships. The young people you're onboarding now will be your vice presidents in the future and they might work for a few companies in between that. The fact that they'll have this really positive, strong association with 1901 group from the beginning, whether they intern and then they're hired or whether they just intern and move on to other companies is smart and is really definitely the the way kind of the investment seems to be going because we just don't have enough professionals with the right combination of skills and clearance out there right now. But is there anything else we didn't touch on that you definitely want to make sure I get into my article? You, you did bring up an interesting sort of comment. The positive experiences for these interns, it's not just with 1901 or the, the firm you know, providing the internship, but it's also generally a positive experience supporting a public sector or federal government mission. Uh, so we have interns that can really help our law enforcement federal clients or our research federal clients. And I, I think that aspect of being able to have hands-on productivity supporting a, a federal agency mission at, at a young age is, is a really uh, really positive thing for everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Security Clearance Podcast. Please visit news.clearancejobs.com for more security clearance news, insights, and information. Have a great day.